0: crazy. I didn't expect anything like that. And never in my life I felt that uh, I would be a target as a journalist.
1: You're listening to Trouble with the Truth, a podcast about journalists in danger and the stories that get them in trouble. I'm your host, Lana Istimirova. On 5th of July, a day that was meant to be for the celebration of queerness and same-sex love, turn into a battleground. The organizers of Tbilisi Pride knew that holding such a symbolic event in a polarized country is prone to be controversial, but the scale of violence on the streets was unprecedented. Far-right mobs swept through the streets, looking for LGBT activists to beat up. The fact that Pride was cancelled in anticipation of violence didn't stop them. Instead, they turned their wrath on anyone who looked gay, according to them including an unfortunate Polish tourist with an ear-piercing. But the real victims on that day were journalists. According to Justice for Journalists Foundation data, over 50 journalists were attacked that day, many ending up in hospital with serious injuries. Media workers who were there to do their job were perceived as immoral liberal defenders of gay propaganda, hence the reaction. I won't delve into the complexities of Georgian identity politics, as fascinating as it is. What I wanted to know was what it was like covering those events in such a hostile and dangerous environment. I spoke with journalist Mariam Nikuradze of OC Media, who was in Tbilisi on the day when the attacks took place. So how are you holding up? How are you feeling? I mean, it's been um, such a shocking turn of events.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm I'm glad uh, none of our team members, including me, are not injured. So that's that's the most important thing. And uh, actually, many of my friends that I know really well, my colleagues, are injured. Some of them are still at the hospital with pretty serious injuries. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. It's crazy. I didn't expect anything like that. Um,
1: Let's talk about the context quickly. So um, it happened on 5th of July and um, there was basically a far right mob that was out there to attack um, LGBT activists and anyone participating Mm -hmm. in the Pride. And since there was such a level of threat, um, the event was sort of cancelled last minute. And Mm -hmm. so that mob decided to take out their anger on journalists would you agree uh, with that, or is that a bit of a simplistic reading of events?
0: It was a bit. It's a bit more complicated. So, um, so it was a Pride Week, right? Uh, Pride, Felicia Pride had uh, several events planned. It started with the film screening, which was held on Thursday. On first of July, uh, in Club Hidi, <coughs> the location was secret. Only media and uh, people who were invited knew about it. Uh, second event was uh, music festival. Uh, also, uh, location for that was uh, secret, um, and it was uh, open area event. And the third one was of course Pride, which was announced quite a while ago, and everybody knew about it. Um, So for me what's interesting here is I attended all uh, events uh, except uh, the festival I didn't have time to go there but it went well because uh, the far-rights actually uh, didn't know that it was uh, happening and they showed up really just randomly. that when they learned about it, so I, I was on Thursday's event. I was then on Monday and then Tuesday, which was post. Uh, how to say it, uh, the people gathered to express solidarity uh, with the queer uh, community as well as journalists who were <coughs> attacked. So on Thursday, uh, there was a heavy police presence. Um, uh, and they provided very safe corridor for people uh, who wanted to attend the uh, film screening um, uh, the far-rights group came it wasn't such a big, uh, big, big crowd but still it was a lot of people, they were super angry very violent uh, there were several occasions I got really scared because they tried to uh, break the police corridor and they were throwing stones, they were throwing eggs uh, but police was really effective and they would immediately prevent uh, any kind of uh, violence that was coming from the other side. And they managed to protect all the people who went in or left uh, without any major incidents. Um, So uh, (laughs) having that in mind, uh, we were thinking uh, that Monday maybe could have happened (laughs) still like uh, we, you know, we, we we thought that police would do their job. We were thinking to increase our visibility as as journalists to have more science say press. Uh, we have this um, what's a helmet caps that protect from. Uh, some sharp objects and uh, have jackets, which a size press. We decided to uh, not wear anything. I mean, to, to dress conservatively uh, because uh, I remember I, I covered all the May seventeenth and all the you know queer-related events in the past twelve years. And uh, I remember there were cases when uh, these um, violent groups would just. Beat, a beat up people who were dressed in colorful clothes. So everything, you should think about uh, everything. So uh, we told our team to dress conservatively, but uh, when the morning arrived, uh, the, uh, as I said, the uh, Pride was um, happening on 6 p.m. But uh, first reports of uh, far-right groups coming to the streets came started from early morning, I think 10 a.m. I, d- I don't remember exactly when. Um, I went out to the parliament in the morning just to check what was, what was the spirit out there. Yeah, that's,
1: that's what I was going to ask. How, how, wh- what was the air like? What was the mm-hmm. atmosphere? Yes. Were you worried? So
0: before I, I was <laughs> in the morning, I thought no, because I was expecting something big in the evening. But uh, in the morning there was already some hundreds of people uh, here and there. They were gathering on different locations. Uh, The major location for them was the Metro Rustavelli, but a bigger chunk started to gather uh, in front of the parliament. So this is where I went. Um, to the parliament, and I also met several of my colleagues, my friends, um, and they told me that, uh, look, this is weird, but uh, I feel like I'm a target because I'm wearing this press t-shirt. And I also felt that people were uh, looking angrily at at journalists in the morning. And then very soon, I think it was 11 or something, when the first uh, reports came in about uh, journalists being attacked. Um, and it continued uh, throughout the entire day. So it's since early morning until the, until probably even the evening. Even after Trudisi Pride the canceled event, even after that, I mean they were celebrating. And if if journalists wanted to uh, cover these celebrations, whatever they were still aggressive to to them. And the weird thing uh, is when when I look at these two events. <coughs> police was so effective on on Thursday there was you could feel that it was a nicely planned operation how to protect people uh, wanting to attend Felicity Pride event but on on Monday uh, there were the the queer community was not even out there there was just this uh, far-right groups uh, wandering in the streets. Some, some some groups went to the Tbilisi Pride office, they broke in, they destroyed everything. Another group uh, went to the Shea movement um, uh, office and they didn't manage to break in but they broke the entrance and um, they beat up some journalists there as well. They were planning to go to the UN office in Tbilisi so they had this kind of targets and they were going around in throughout the entire city but uh, majority of them were mobilized uh, in front of the parliament, like nearby Rustavelli. And the whole day I spent going he, uh, on Rustavelli or a parliament somewhere uh, where the majority of the crowd was. And the weird thing was that the police wasn't seen anywhere i mean they were there but uh, most of the time they were uh, in in small groups in some corners just hanging out and uh, when when the people when the people would attack uh, some journalists they would start beating them it, it was horrible to, to up there uh, i don't know 50 people so 70 people just beating up one cameraman um a police would show up in the very last moment to just uh, remove the journalists from this violent crowd and take them to the safe space but for the entire day there was no attempt whatsoever to somehow contain this angry crowd to somehow separate them from i, I don't know how to say it, like uh, you know, every time there is a big protest and the crowd is violent, police usually organizes these corridors, or um they bring the riot police, right? Because mm-hmm. it's dangerous. They are. It's not just yeah. the protest; it's already something else. They are breaking stuff. They are beating up people. It's just they becoming a riot, basically. And it was. Exactly, yes. But uh, uh, a riot police wasn't seen anywhere, even though Interior Minister yesterday said that they had riot police on Monday, but it's, I haven't, I, I've been out all day, I, ha- I haven't seen them. Um, and it felt like uh, police had this order not to intervene. I mean, I'm, I'm not claiming it, but it felt like that. And it also felt like it was um, uh, these people there. Uh, They they were targeting journalists, targeting anyone who had a big camera or had press or something. That's something Um, that I
1: wanted to ask about. I mean, it might be quite a big question, but why was there such a hostility towards journalists, do you think?
0: it's it's hard to you know like claim something but as i said i felt like it was a punishment because okay uh we can talk that uh, far-right groups hate liberal media because you know they are um, critical towards the far-right groups and they don't portray them well in their media reports uh, some people were remembering that i mean uh, in the 2013 when the biggest uh, dispersal hap- happened on May 17th, uh, there were a lot of footage of uh, the crowd being violent and doing horrible things, attacking these buses, uh, which um, evacuated queer people. Uh, so they, uh, there was this feeling also that they were trying to prevent journalists to depict whatever they were doing that day on Monday. But also the thing is that uh, there was no, uh, there was no protest that these counter-protesters uh, were against on Monday because the the Pride was planned on 6 p.m. There was a uh, queer community wasn't out there. It was just journalists covering the far-right groups who were uh, getting ready to prevent Pride from uh, conducting. And also, uh, I don't think it's just uh, a far right thing uh, because, because as I said, uh, I felt uh, police was inactive because then again, when Tuesday came, Tuesday was the protest of uh, people against violence uh which included uh, the people from tbilisi pride and other um uh, queer rights groups or human rights groups there were political parties there um and of course the far-right groups came that day too there were two big protests against each other but the police came uh, they separated the two crowds from each other and whenever something small would start like uh violent actions police would prevent it immediately and they arrested a lot of people actually that day i think over 100. um so if if it was possible for police to be so good on thursday and on tuesday how come on monday they did nothing to 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 protect journalists and and it's It's big, right? Journalists are an important component of the democracy. Especially Um, in a
1: democracy like Georgia, because it is a democracy. And um, yeah, I've seen uh, quite a few reports and suggestions that the orders um, came from above, you know, to stand by and, um, you know, to just kind of let it happen. What makes you think that the authorities were somehow
0: complicit in these attacks? (laughs) I, I don't know actually. It's it's um, it's hard to tell. It's just what I, I'm just trying to analyze whatever uh, my experience was uh, during these days um, and. Yeah, it's, it felt like a, like a target attack, attack towards critical media. Even though there were some journalists of non-critical uh, media outlets who were uh, victims too. But then, uh, it, as I said before, it felt like uh, these people had uh, some kind of instruction to attack everyone with cam- camera. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to say that uh, uh, I was, we were thinking about this uh, security measures before, right? Um, we in the end decided to hide our press budgets that uh, could indicate that we are press but still i had a photo camera and at uh, two occasions there were um, two men um, from far-right groups who came to me and told me that uh, if you come closer with that camera we'll beat you up so they didn't know what uh, media outlet i was from they just knew that i was a journalist or photographer whatever, and they told me that they would
1: Eat me out. Just to add, um, amongst those uh, 54 journalists who were attacked, there were 14 female journalists as well. And yes, yes. it's always very worrying we're equal in our field, you know, we're, we're not always kind of physically <laughs> able to protect ourselves, especially, you know, from, from the angry mob. Um, mm-hmm. No, they didn't care about that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't I, I discriminate don't like... <laughs> on that day, definitely.
0: No, because uh, it happens so also that the cameramen are usually men these camera operators are men, so majority of the injured are camera operators uh, and then some photographers um, and journalists too. Uh, especially, there were several media outlets who were uh, mostly, most targeted, which were, uh, um, Tavari, the biggest opposition TV channel, also Pirveli, uh, again opposition TV channel, and then several online media outlets like Radio uh, Liberty, uh, which are hated for their uh, uh, covering social issues, whatever. this queer rights uh, people hate them, uh, so they were targets. If they, if they had some kind of signs identifying them as journalists of Tavari Pirveli, they would be, you know or uh, mm-hmm. under under de- danger
1: and this incident that happened um is it something that you expected because it seems like you know obviously there were quite a few attacks against journalists in georgia although not as bad as maybe in some of the neighboring um, republics mm. but uh, um mm-hmm. was it uh was it quite an outlier just this level of violence
0: i wasn't expecting anything like i do not think anyone was expecting that Uh, so um like a while ago uh i think two or three months ago there was uh, a a gathering uh, by some very conservative activist slash musician i don't know how to characterize him but they just gathered to celebrate their georgianness something in this spirit um and that and i was covering that and that day i could feel uh, the crowd was really angry um at journalists or um not journalists but uh, all the reporters anyways who was trying to cover this protest there was no violent attacks but they were um verbally insulting the journalists mm-hmm um and it was something new because um, uh, as i said i've been a journalist for 12 years and usually yeah i've been injured on ca- during covering protests but it was because of uh, various reasons like dispersals by the riot police it, it uh, it's indiscriminatory right this uh, rubber ballots whatever um And uh, I've been hit by a stone from the crowd. Uh, Things like this happened, but it was not because I'm a journalist, but because uh, it was just violent and I happened to be there. Um, And never in my life I felt that uh, I would be a target as a journalist. And it was the first time. I mean, this previous protest kind of felt uh, already that uh, there was some kind of anger growing towards journalists. And after that, this was the first time, uh, actually, the entire protest was directed against journalists who just, you know, beat them up and some were actually ready to murder them. Uh,
1: And does that make you worried about the future? Do you think you'll have to look into security protocols and maybe, you know, change some of the ways in which you report on the stories?
0: yeah absolutely because now the most important thing is to punish those uh, people uh, actually all of it is depicted on uh, the videos and photos there are a lot of evidence to just identify those um, responsible and i think the most important thing is now to to properly punish uh, those people according to the legislation because otherwise it will be encouraged you know if, if course, it's not yeah. punished uh, then then they will do it again. I'm not. I'm not thinking right now that oh my god it's over and we'll never be uh, safe uh, covering protests. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, whenever there will be something, uh, you know, big which would involve uh, this specific group uh, of the protesters, then I think yeah we will have to take more. Uh, security measures mm-hmm. and think re- rethink our uh, strategy of how to cover cover events like that.
1: And what's the mood like amongst your colleagues? Do you think there are some who are saying, okay why why the hell am I even doing this or do you think it's making them <laughs> even more determined? <laughs> to tell the truth, uh,
0: I haven't seen anyone uh, quitting or anything, mm-hmm. or like saying I'm done. Uh, but most of my friends and uh, no, most of the people I know, they they work in online media outlets and. Uh, I, they are they are journalists because they believe in uh, journalism. They have uh, they, they they believe in their values, and uh, I think uh, none of them are planning to to quit. It's not their job because of the job, but they it's their you know they love doing what they do and. Um, including me, I will continue doing whatever i That's I'm doing. very encouraging to
1: hear. And finally, probably the most difficult question, but I think it just will reveal whether, you know, you're an optimist or a pessimist. Do you think there will be a day when there will be a proper pride <laughs> event in the in <laughs> any
0: time in the future? Uh, no, yes, of course. I, be, I believe so, but I don't, I'm not sure it will be anytime time soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... There are always some small improvements. In Georgia, uh, I think more than 80% of people are uh, consuming their information from the TV channels. So the most important uh, source of information are uh, TV. Um, and TV. the way TV channels cover queer issues, it's usually really, really bad. It's very uh, full of stereotypes and um, they make it exotic somehow. And, mm-hmm. uh, make them stand out not as if they are not part of the society like others uh, but uh, the recent events uh, I think it had some good impact in this uh, way because uh, they invite uh, more community members to to talk about their problems uh, the, to give them more visibility because usually usually the problem is that uh, media pays attention to the community only when May 17 comes up or this pride week or uh, mm-hmm. once a year uh, but this will uh, I think bring the discussion back on the table and the uh, media will continue talking about these issues more and hopefully in in a professional way not, mm-hmm. not like some some yellow uh, media style mm-hmm. um, and also uh, for the past uh, I don't know you know, this 12 years uh, in, in my um, professional experience, in the, when I was starting, it was uh, very difficult to find uh, respondents from the community who would agree to, to talk, uh, even anonymously, because they were afraid. But lately I see uh, it's becoming easier uh, to get people uh, speak up, mm-hmm. uh, which is also nice. Uh, <laughs> As for the pride, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think there would be a lot of time uh, to get there. I mean, to, to conduct it without at least heavy police presence. I mean, honestly, I think Monday. Uh, uh, if, if police would uh, be uh, effective um, like they were before, I think maybe there was a chance to still conduct it, maybe for a short period of time, but like a, a small march uh, would have been possible. <laughs> but still, maybe I'm, I'm optimistic, I don't know.
1: Since recording this podcast, there has been some tragic developments cameraman Alexander Lashkarava from Pure Valley TV, who was severely beaten on 5th of July, has been found dead in his apartment. He was 37 years old. More details from the investigation will follow soon.